as well as having physical boundaries there's also having those mental boundaries attention Attention all freelancers. freelancers hello and welcome to the attention podcast where we dive into the raw realities of being a full time freelancer Join us as we navigate our own freelance adventures in the hopes of passing on some wisdom and insight to you. We're your hosts, Amelia. And I'm Taisha. Both full-time design freelancers. So without further delay, let's let's get get started. started. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 15 of the Attention Podcast. I'm joined today, as always, with my lovely co-host, Taisha Turner. Hello, friends. Today, we are talking about office space not the movie not the movie your personal office space so we're talking about how to set up your office space for success so as a designer as a creative as a freelancer honestly any type of person any type of who you are working at home especially how do you set up your office space for success you're gonna get all the nitty-gritty beautiful details in today's episode I feel like the worst example of desk etiquette right now. I'm looking around, there's like a crusty mug with coffee from this morning, tissue roll ready for when I want to have a cry on my break, just (laughs) a peg (laughs) for some reason. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I've got a lot to give Mm -hmm. on this episode. Yeah. And again, remember folks, we're only human right we're gonna have days where we have crusty mugs on our desks that's fine the (laughs) ideal right is what we want to strive for not perfectionism because you know we're never going to be perfect but we have some tips right we have some ideals we have some ways to to go ahead and, and make a space that's you know effective and efficient and successful for for you sitting down to work in general it's just a space that you're comfortable in, right? Bottom line, you want to create a space that you enjoy sitting at, that you enjoy going to work at, right? You, you know, the moment that you sit down at your space and you're like, oh, God, look at that crusty <laughs> mug. That's the moment where maybe you need to like <laughs> clean slate it, right? Wipe things down, reorganize things, whatever. In general, create a space that's zen for you. Create a space that's like energizes you to sit down and work not something cluttered not something that disgusts you not something that's non non zen that you dread sitting at non-crustiness i kind of i kind of like the chaos though like i know where things are in my mess like things can be tidy for maybe a day and then i've been at the computer and then i've just accumulated pens and papers and post-it notes and just shit everywhere but at least it shows that I've been productive. Like, I've actually done stuff. I haven't just stared mindlessly at a screen all day. I've, like, moved my moved mm-hmm. myself around a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So let's start with you, Taisha. What are your top ways or favorite ways to set up your office space in a way, in a manner that's successful for you and who you are as a person? So I very much like having background noise as either... Spotify just playing a random playlist that I've just found or stumbled upon um or some like lo-fi beats sometimes but one of the things I really like listening to is like binaural beats and like different hurts for like creativity or positivity and stuff just 
I don't know if it's probably just like a, a placebo effect, but it makes me feel like I've got some more magic behind me to get me through the day and I'm going to do better because I'm listening to this thing. Um, and what does that mean? What is binaural and hertz? So binaural beats is like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like weird tones in the background of this mm. music. And it's meant to like help with something in your brain. I don't know how to describe it. I just like listening to it. But it's usually just mm. like some funky tunes and they just seem to get me on a good work mood i think it just helps me to focus because it's there's no like start or finish it just plays for hours and hours so i just get really like lost in it and i just listen to it and i just get on with my work and what do you do to set yourself up to be zen different personalities and work styles play a factor in how you set up your space and what a successful workspace means for you me i'm very much that type a list person organization freak so i i cannot function with a messy desk i can't i like because all i see is the mess you know all i see are the hundreds of Mm post-it notes that i've got scattered about and my you know notebooks are in disarray and you know there's dust and stuff so i'm very much the type of person where i need to have organization Right. Even, you know, I've got my stack of books over here. I've got my notepads over there, whatever. My pens are in my cup. My little, you know, trinkets are organized in boxes or up on the mantle or whatever. But it needs to be like clear. So going on from that with like needing things clear, I very much like trinkets and just crap on my desk because it makes me feel good to have things that make me happy around me I don't want just like a barren wasteland of desk because then I feel like I'm at work I'm not in a nice space that works for me functionally it makes me feel good about being at my desk so I just have to make it like a nice living space as well as a workspace so I've got like crystals that I'll have that will get me through the day again like a creativity crystal like carnelian or something to keep negativity away and again it might just be that placebo effect but it just makes me feel like i'm going to be more productive if i've got those things around me um and i also like to have like incense burning as well and it just makes me get in this whole zone i've got my candles on i've got my incense going i'm getting black lung from the soot (laughs) like i did quite a while ago because I was poisoning myself um but yeah like having all those things around me just makes me feel like cozy I like to feel cozy and happy while I'm working totally it's funny because you're talking about like the candles and the incense and stuff I think when it comes to setting up your space for success think of like the five senses well I guess aside from taste unless you like to have snacks at your desk but think about the five senses and think about some type of stimuli in each of those categories that make you feel at peace right so you know, let's think of sight. You can have pictures, you can have your trinkets, you can have lights set up, you can have something in that space that visually is calming and stimulating or whatever to you. Greenery, I definitely Mm. need for me, I definitely need light. I need natural light. I need green plants. Um, I don't have a green thumb, so most of my plants in the office are actually fake. So are mine. Oh my God. (laughs) It's everyone one. And I forgot that it was real. I thought it was plastic and then it started growing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I have uh, the only thing I can ever seem to keep alive are succulents. My succulents will spawn like Mm -hmm. nobody's business, but everything else just dies on me. But (laughs) Which is ironic because I love having the green. I love having the plants around me. I just can't for the life of me keep them together. Same. But yeah, so think of sights, right? Visually, how do you want your space to, to look, right? How does it calm you, energize you, whatever? Uh, think of sounds. 
So if you want white noise in the background, these binaural beats, which sound amazing, I need to check that out. Background music, no sound, right? Uh, I'm very much like Taisha, where I need some sound to kind of stay focused. I'll usually throw on a Spotify playlist or whatever. So you can do that. Some people are not. Some people need like silence to work and that's fine too. But think but think about the sounds. Think of the type of sounds that help you kind of relax into your space. It's funny because for me with sound, when I'm just like in a focus mode and I'm just like, I just need something like whatever playing in the background, I'll put on, yeah, like lo-fi or chill beats or something that just constantly plays in the background. When I'm like needing to get shit done i am like hardcore led zeppelin <laughs> play rock music to the max to get me going like it's 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 wild because usually it's just super chill but i'm like okay when i need to get a, this deadline done i'm i'm all in with like hard hitting music have you heard about this trick that's meant to be really really good for creative um, for productivity is listening to the mario soundtrack yes Yes. Yeah, I, I tried it once, but then like I got too irritated because I don't think that sort of thing's for me. But another thing, like <laughs> that's like getting in a zone, in one kind of zone. But for me, I like to like live a little fantasy and like get in my own little zone, like I said. And I miss working at cafes, so I put on like a a cafe, uh, like a, a Starbucks playlist, and I just pretend I'm sitting in the window with my little coffee and I'm get my work done. So that's always really mm. fun for me. Like, mm-hmm. if you even just search on um, on YouTube, like, indie playlist or something like that, they've always got some really nice, chill, cafe-type tunes. Mm-hmm. So for those of you that don't know about this whole Mario thing, it's it's this... I think if you literally just Google, like, Mario theme music or, or soundtrack for productivity, it's, like, what, eight hours yeah. of the Mario music playing. It's... It's okay. So I did try it one time. <laughs> it made me so neurotic. Like it worked really well for me when I had to sit down and like f- really hardcore focus for like an hour. But it was like almost anxiety inducing for yeah. me because it was just like so intense. I got so into it. I reserved that on like special hellfire days, <laughs> like <laughs> on the days where I'm like, okay, you need to get this done now. I'll play that. But for for less extreme situations, I'll play like, you know, rock music or something. And then the everyday is just like your good beats, lo-fi chill, whatever. But yeah, it's just wild. So if you haven't heard of the Mario thing, check it out. It's pretty intense. You'll have to let us know how, the effect it had on you. If it was something, you know, good, you not so good. Attack. If you were like, <laughs> Yeah, if you had a panic, t- panic attack, if you went into a total neurosis like I did. But anyways, um, so next let's talk about smells, right? Set up smells in your space. Like, do you want a diffuser with essential oils mm-hmm. going? Do you want different plants maybe? Maybe you have a green thumb and you're nothing like me <laughs> and you want some nice smelling plants in your space. If you have one of those plugins, those like wall plugins that like rotate scents or whatever, or if you're sensitive to smells and you don't want any smell in your space, whatever. Again, figure out what type of smell or aromas you can set up in your space to create that zen, successful workspace for you. Last category we'll touch on is touch, (laughs) right? So we mentioned really briefly with like taste. Okay, yeah, you want some snacks on your desk, have your snacks on your desk. But touch is actually really, really important when it comes to organizing your space um, in regards to like ergonomic setups, right? You want to make sure you have a good office chair. You want to make sure that your monitor is at a 
a good height so you're not crouched or slouched. You want to make sure your monitor is a good distance so you're not, you know, staring into a screen. Have all your tools within reach. So when it comes to touch, you know, have your equipment set up ergonomically to alleviate, you know, back pains and shoulder pains and all that kind of stuff. You know, have all your everything you need within arm's reach. That's some way we can use touch in our space to create a successful workspace. Now, those of you can't see it, but Taisha was shaking her head the entire time I was talking about that bit. So please tell me what was on your mind when we're talking about, you know, ergonomic setups with your workspace, my friend. Uh, Well, I live in a box room and I don't have a lot of space for my desk. So my dad made my desk. So I'm not very far away from my computer screen at all, nor is it high enough. Um, I have the worst chair. It's like from the 90s. It's one of those like bright blue and black office chairs. It's it's old. But the thing is, like, I'm ready to buy a new chair and I want a new one. But because I want to move, I don't see the point of buying one while I'm here because I'm not going to be able to take it away with me. So that's why I'm shaking my head because I know all the stuff I should have. And then I'm like, oh, my fingers are going numb. I'm getting like carpal (laughs) tunnel. What could I do to alleviate this? But it's like, I can't put my chair any higher to sit properly because I'm too tall for this desk. And it's just a mess. It's just a mess. So I'm working with Mm -hmm. what I've got. But it's not it's not healthy, the setup mm-hmm. at all. So I work from bed, which is even worse, <laughs> oh but it's more comfortable. Yeah, it, and it, that's a challenge, obviously. You have to work with the space you've got. If you're not in a position to get a new desk or get a new chair, see what you can do to make what you have more ergonomic or more body friendly to you. You can get a monitor riser, for example, which is like basically just like this little slab thing this is very technical terms. But yeah, you know, you can get a riser for your monitor to just raise it up a bit if it's not in a great eye level for you. You know, maybe put a cushion on your chair. There's some things you can do, obviously, to work with the space you have. But take it from me, for sure. Because I stress is really reflected like physically for me. I can know and sense and feel when I'm getting super stressed or if I'm not in a good position because like my shoulders will raise Mm. the more stressed and intense a situation for me is getting. And I can feel my shoulders like up to my ears (laughs) dangling like, you know, right below my earrings. And I'm like, oh, okay, I need to like... Wait, I want to take a (laughs) screenshot of you right now. like a little T-Rex here with my shoulders up to my earlobes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it is really, really important because we only have one body, right? Especially if we're working behind a computer all the time, we want to try and make it, you know, as ergonomic as possible for us so that we're not cramping up and getting stiff muscles and pinching nerves and that kind of stuff because like this is our job we have to you know if we're going to be in a computer mind zone whatever for our eternity like we might as well make, make it, it sound so fun eternity i know right honestly eternity eternity behind the screen yeah uh and then have your tools within reach that's something else or or have them in a system that's like maybe strategic where you have to get up and go get something to get up and get away from your your computer every now and again like we the one thing we want to avoid is we don't want to have something in a position that we're constantly needing that we have to like twist awkwardly for or bend over weirdly for or whatever if you can you know have your tools within arm's reach your pens your rulers whatever my printer's right next to my desk right have stuff like within arm's reach so you don't have to like contort your body in weird positions to get it or have your stuff removed so 
healthy strategy, you actually have to get up from your desk and go get the things you need. That gives your body a bit of a break too from sitting for so long. I need to do that more. I need to get up off my chair more. Mm. I just forget completely. And things, I spend so much time sitting in my chair that I do have a cushion, but it's so flat now because I just spend so much time sitting in this bloody chair. Fluff it up or get yourself a new cushion, my goodness. Yeah, I do need to. So those are some things to think about, you guys, when when we're setting up a workspace for success, right? Think of the five senses and then think about, you know, touch, sight, sound, smell, taste, right? Again, taste is a little a little of the off ones. But if you are someone who, like I know a lot of people will chew gum if they need to focus or concentrate, right? Have a packet of gum at your desk or have a bowl of nuts or whatever. Whatever it is that you, you know, maybe want to have taste wise in your environment you can you can have that kind of stuff as well to set things up for success a couple other key tips is again you know work with the space you have but separation of your sleep area and your work area if you can if you can do that if you can separate your sleep area from your work area do it i cannot (laughs) yeah it's if you're able to do it because it's Mm. really really helpful not only just for like your mindset and mentality about that where it's like you know you you go to bed at night you wake up in the morning you leave your bedroom and then you go to your office or your office space and you work that just helps create like a a proper distinction between like personal and professional living it also again allows you to create a space that's that's comfortable and successful and conducive for a work environment so if you're able to i know that's not possible for everyone but if you're able to create a a sleep area and create a work area if you're able to even if your bedroom is your work area if you're able to create some type of separation between them if you get like a one of those like room dividers or maybe like a curtain or something if you're able to try and create separation that's great do what you can with what you've got Taisha, you have some really great pointers working from your bedroom because your your office and your bedroom are are one whole thing yes literally my desk touches my bed when i say i'm in a box room i am in a box room it's very small um i think when you can't create that separation because of you know space and where things are positioned it comes down to like personal discipline and saying okay like when I'm switched off from work I'm away from the computer I'm not at work anymore so as well as having physical boundaries there's also having those mental boundaries to keep things separate but yeah it, it is difficult working in your no living in your workspace because you do feel like once you wake up that you have to be at the computer like oh what if someone messages me what if someone wants to get hold of me it's like well no I'm gonna sit and have my breakfast and then I'm gonna uh, sign on to work so yeah it does I think it does just come down to like personal boundaries and making sure you set them and we talked about this earlier in the life cycle of the show yeah being very strict strict Mm -hmm. with yourself for sure where try not to get sucked into like oh well my computer's there, so I'm just going to work a little longer or work a little exactly. extra or whatever. Yeah. No, I think that's really, really clever for sure. And then I guess the final thing I have to say about creating a workspace for success is file sorting and organization. Oh, yeah. I mentioned it earlier, but a place for everything and everything in its place, you know, and, and whatever that means for you. Again, I am very much the notebook file organizer I, you know, post-it note, little boxes. I've got little boxes of like little storage boxes to keep, you know, chargers and that kind of stuff in. I've got my cords all organized and labeled. So if you're that like, you know, me type A, whatever organization freak, that's how that system works for me where I know where everything is. 
and I know that it's organized and my this specific notebook goes there. Depending on how you work, right? Depending on, on what energizes you, make sure that no matter what, you have some type of system for sorting your things and organizing your things. So so when you sit down at your workspace, you you know where everything is that you need. So you're not like, oh shit, where did I put that again? Whatever. Because that, you know, wastes time and that frazzles our mind a little bit. We want to be able to sit at our space, feel calm, comfortable, and zen and get to work because we know where everything is and we know where that thing is when we need to use it. The thing with me is like, because I've because I think I have like ADHD, I still need to get diagnosed. I seem to have this thing called object permanence, which a lot of ADHD people Mm. have, where if I can't see something, I forget it exists. Mm -hmm. So I've got things in boxes and organized away, but I don't know what's in them. I don't even know if I even own it anymore. I couldn't tell you what was in half of them. So like, I think that's why I like having things out because then I can see easily Mm -hmm. what I need. But I think it's just about creating cleanliness in that chaos so things have got their place but i'm not overwhelmed and buried amongst everything what if you get um like a clear a clear box but like once it's away i just forget i've got clear boxes i've got i've got storage stuff i've got like a i've got a wire organizer right next to me which is a see-through you can get and i can't tell you what's on Mm. it at all there's some (laughs) books i don't know which books they are oh my goodness yeah (laughs) that's funny well, if, you know, again, try and find something that, some system that works for you. If you're, if you're that person needs to have the things in plain view or else you'll forget about them, then have them in plain view. Just find some way that, that creates, again, Zen system for you. Other really key things to try in your week to keep your office space set up for success is uh, at the end of the day, tidy. <laughs> what I like no. to do at the end of... <laughs> I'm just straight up. I'm just in bed now. I'm done. Yeah. So again, depending on what type of person you are, but I find for myself, it's really, really helpful for me when at the end of my workday, I put everything back. So there's going to have those notepads scattered about. There's going to have, you know, bits of paper, my pens, my coffee mug, all that kind of stuff is going to be probably in a bit of a disarray on my desk. What I do at the end of my workday that also helps me signal that it's the end of my workday is I put that stuff back. I'll tidy my desk space, I'll leave it, and I go. That helps me, like I said, indicate, okay, your your day is done. And then it also creates a really nice space to, to come to the next morning. So the next day when I sit down at my desk, it's not yesterday's clusterfuck of stuff. It's like, oh, okay, this is a new day. Let's get to work. So I like to do that at the end of the days. Even if, even if you know, daily's too neurotic for you, try at the end of the week. That's one easy. Yeah, at the end of your day on Friday, Again, organize your space, put it away. So it's like your mind, your mindset is like, okay, boom, end of the day, end of the week. It's Friday. My stuff is away. I'm going to go enjoy my weekend. So that Monday, if you're, if you are a type of person that dreads Monday, if you get the Monday blues, you're not going to come to a a cluttered, crazy desk space. You're going to come to something that's hopefully a little bit more energizing for you. Can I tell you my, my weird way of knowing it's the end of the day? Because I have problems with my sleep and I'm scared of ghosts. I think my house is haunted and I struggle with stuff at night, right? Yeah. Um, so I have to cover my computer because it faces a mirror mm. and like 
two reflect two mirrors like facing each other is like a portal right if you're into spiritual stuff and all of that so i put a towel <laughs> like a little towel over my screen so that's how i know that work is shut off now it's the end of the day is because that towel is on there so that's my weird little thing but that's my that's I, how i, I roll. think that's brilliant though honestly i think that's brilliant <laughs> I just don't see ghosts in it <laughs> <laughs> but no because you're you're right like you're not going to see the reflection of the screen if you know if for whatever reason your screen lights up right like you're not gonna have that mm, glaring at you i think that's a brilliant idea if your if your monitor is in your bedroom i think that's genius yeah cover it up you know throw a little like you know if you have like an actual cover or a towel or whatever a box <laughs> like yeah i think that's a really 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 clever idea so if for any of you who maybe have you know monitor issues if your monitor is in your bedroom i think doing what taisha does by like just covering it at the end of end of your work day is, is genius i love it love it for sure is there any um anything else you wanted to add about creating a successful workspace i would just say just find what makes you happy and put it in that space like mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a workspace where it's strict and I know like you like your cleansing cleanliness and everything but I just think like make your desk like a little second home because mm-hmm. you're going to spend a lot of time there so you might as well be happy and comfortable while you're at it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. My key takeaway for this week is zen my friends. Your workspace should energize you and make your life easier. It's exactly what you said right create a second home. And what is your truth for this week, Taisha? It's pretty much a continuation of what we said, but I'd just say create a zone that works for you and don't immerse yourself in misery. Mm-hmm. Like if you hate working at your computer, do things that make you happy at your computer. Mm-hmm. And on that note, what are you asking? All right. So this week I'm asking clear workspace, clear headspace. How might you declutter your workspace to help keep a clear and productive headspace. Ooh. So just a real quick recap for this uh, episode, my friends. Think of the five senses when you're creating your office space, right? Five senses for a successful space. Say that seven times fast. (laughs) Sight, sound, smell, touch, and taste. And with that, boom, mic drop. I'm going to stop talking. Boom. And if any listeners are wondering why sometimes it sounds like our tone completely changes and it sounds like we've just been laughing, we have been. Um, And that comes down to us being quite tired people, a little bit loopy, and still trying to bring you the best quality content. So bear with us. (laughs) And thank you so much for listening to episode 15 of the Attention Podcast. Catch you in two weeks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Is your brand struggling to create impact with your audience? Are you in need of a solid brand strategy for your business? Connect with me at amelianashdesign.com. If you're in need of a brand or social strategy that allows you to connect with your audience and grow organically on social media, then you can find me at divinecreative.co.uk. Did you know that you can also engage with us on Instagram? Myself at Amelia Nash Design and Taisha at Divine Creative underscore. And check out our Attention Podcast profile on Instagram too, at Attention Podcast. That's A-T-T-N Podcast, where we share recent episode clips, new episode releases, and other raw reality bits. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a like and a review on whichever podcast platform you're using, as this helps others like you find us. Do you have any questions for us? 
Want us to touch on a specific topic? Please email us at attentionpodcast. That's A-T-T-N podcast at gmail.com. Remember, pay attention and stay safe out there. Until next time. Bye. Bye.